Welcome to the special episode of CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with Roland Warren, CareNet's president and CEO, and Vincent DeCaro, CareNet's chief outreach officer. CareCast and more pro-abundant life commentary can be found at care-net.org, where you can watch videos, download eBooks, and subscribe to the Abundant Life blog. This special episode of CareCast was recorded live at CareNet's 2022 National Conference in Phoenix, Arizona. The conference theme was Come Alive, based on Ezekiel 37. It was our first ever conference to be hosted in the aftermath of the Dobbs decision, which overturned Roe v. Wade. More than 1,600 pregnancy center staff and volunteers gathered to sharpen their skills for reaching out with Christ's compassion to women and men considering abortion. Let's listen in on Roland and Vince's conversation about the annual national conference and why it's so important to the pro-abundant life movement. Well, Roland, we are here live. Yes. And you can probably hear the hustle and bustle in there the background. There is hustling and bustling. Hu- hustling and bustling. Never separate. They're no, always together. You no, know, because if you hustle, you have to bustle simultaneously. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I don't know how you bustle without hustling. Yeah, I don't even know what bustling is, actually. Yeah, it's probably uncomfortable. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We should do a whole podcast about words that are only heard like yeah. paired with other words. That's true. We like should. Like hemming and hawing. Like, yeah, yeah, has, right. Does anyone ever just haw? No, or him. No. Or him. <laughs> well, it's, Unless yeah. you're making a dress, I guess. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. yeah. You're right. Vince, it's just amazing the things that, these, that you think of. These are the important topics that we need to yes. be talking about. Yes. But there are there is another a important... secondary to, important. Right, though. you're right, right, of secondary important. But the reason that you, we are here and you are hearing this hustling and bustling are, to our wonderful listening audience is that we are recording here live at the 2022 CareNet National Conference yes. in Phoenix, Arizona. In Phoenix, Arizona. This is amazing yes. stuff. We are in a room Dry heat of, and all. We're right, yeah, <laughs> dry heat and all. That's yeah, very yeah. true. That's right. I, it, you know, it's funny. It doesn't actually feel like much of a dry heat, to be honest. It is just hot. It's, it's hot. Ju- it's just hot. Yeah, yeah, it's hot everywhere. But, yeah, it, it is great. And it was but, a, it's a great spot for us. And yeah. um, we've got, I think, our biggest attendance ever. Yeah, we have 16, about 60, yeah, 1,600 people. 1,600 people. Wow. Amazing, amazing. S- seeing more men here every oh, year. Yes. The number of men growing. People representing churches as well and not yeah. just pregnancy centers. And so for folks who don't necessarily know all the details, every year CareNet holds a national conference for our pregnancy center network. We have about 1,200 affiliated pregnancy centers around the country. Yes. Um, they come out here for training, encouragement, prayer, resources, yeah. all of the things that they need in order to do their jobs more and more effectively um, to serve women and men facing pregnancy decisions. But over the years, we've, we've also began serving churches and equipping churches at this yes. conference as well to do this work alongside or to have our pregnancy centers be working alongside their local church partners as well. So 1,600 folks have turned out this year uh, for this annual, this amazing conference that we're doing. And we are here right in the middle of the exhibit area. Um, Roland, you just delivered your keynote address, yes. the opening keynote of the conference. Uh, yes, I did. And uh, yeah, I almost cried. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was great. It was well, amazing. That was what I was looking for. <laughs> right, right. I actually had a camera just right on you to yeah. see if could I get a tear yeah. out of Vince. It was, yeah, they had me close up up on the video screen to, yeah. to, to catch yeah, that one a, tear. It's the tear cam. In the, te- <laughs> the tear cam. That's good. I like that. Uh, yeah. Man, the things we come up with. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but it was great. You did, you did a really, why don't Thank you actually you. tell folks a little bit about what you talked about in terms of encouraging the folks that are yeah. here for this first CareNet conference in a post-Roe America. Yeah, no, it, it really was, um, and it really was a, an emotional um, keynote for me as well. I mean, what I talked a lot about was just the environment that we're in now. Um, anybody who's tracked the news, I mean, even the mainstream media has had to cover the attacks on pregnancy centers and uh, attacks on pro-life organizations and and things of that nature. I mean, even here at the conference, we've had to step up security, which oh, yeah. we 
never really had to do before. So right. we really want I really wanted folks to be encouraged to continue to press on mm -hmm. in the midst of rejection, yep. persecution, attacks, um, all the things that the enemy tries to throw at us to stop us from moving forward and doing what God's called us to do. So yeah. I really focused on um, the Beatitudes, mm -hmm. uh, Matthew chapter five, and, and particularly focus on the Beatitudes and, and, and the encouragement that those Beatitudes are for us, mm. uh, that to walk in the fullness of that in terms of our character, yeah. and then also how, how that godly character actually informs the calling uh, that we have, mm -hmm. uh, which, you, which you, as you continue to read the Beatitudes, the next section that Christ talks about is us being the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Mm. And uh, that's really, you know, when you think about the folks that are here doing this work, that's what you got. You got people who are the salt of the earth. I mean, they, they, one of the things that salt does is it, it purifies mm -hmm. something, right? And it stops decay. And yeah. we have a decaying culture. Uh, this culture of abortion is a, is a culture of death. And what folks here do is they press in deeply in those situations where women and men are faced with pregnancy decisions uh, to help them bring new life into the world. And then there's also light, the light of the world, and mm -hmm. really really illuminating the truth, the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ and its power to transform, uh, yeah. the truth that there can be a new life and a different life, uh, the truth that having an unplanned pregnancy, um, there, it, it may be a different dream than you may have mm -hmm. prior to that, but it still can be a God-honoring dream, and for so many people it is, as one who faced an unplanned pregnancy. So really tried to focus there and, and leave, with, with the, leave them encouraged, and frankly just encouraging myself in the midst of the work that in the midst of the work that we do. So yeah. it's just a great opportunity to do that. No, definitely. And, you know, and uh, I, I, I work with you every day, yeah. and um, I was encouraged, too. So well, good. Um, it, it's just really helpful to kind of get that, that send-off at the beginning of the conference to really just remind you what, why we're here, what we're up against, yeah. and, um, and that God's got our back. And, in fact, we're wearing a bracelet. A lot of us are wearing this bracelet. Uh, Saul Pichon, who's one of the oh, great yeah. heroes uh, of, of the pregnancy center movement and the pro-life movement, uh, passed away recently, and one of his favorite sayings was, God's got this. Yeah. So we have this, these great uh, bracelets that say, God's got this. So I'm wearing that one as a, as a daily reminder. So yeah. I'll, I'll, ne I'll never take it off. Never. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> now, Saul was, he, he was yeah. a great, great, great guy. In yeah. fact, yeah. I still have a voicemail on my, on my phone. Yeah. Uh, one of the calls that he placed uh, to me probably a couple weeks before he passed. I actually oh. have two voicemails from him. Oh, wow. And he was just one of these guys. He would just call and say, hey, Ronald, I'm thinking about your brother. I just want to pray for you. And he would just pray over the phone. So oh, wow. Yeah, I still have that. He's just, man, just yeah. an amazing, amazing guy. And so yeah. uh, we wanted to honor him and yeah. those so who Saul, knew Saul is here and yeah. he's here in spirit with us. Uh, yes. And so, yeah, so this year at, at the conference, you know, as we as we normally do, as, as you said, we're, you know, this is the first conference we've ever done where Roe versus Wade was not the, quote, law of the land. And yeah. so our pregnancy centers have become, in some ways, busier than ever, right? And that's one of the things that we sort of, we've talked about that over the years, which is that, you know, the the, the goal of the pro-life movement uh, should not necessarily be overturning Roe versus Wade. It should be one of the tactics that we use to achieve what we need to do. But we've said when Roe versus Wade gets overturned, yes. that's actually going to make the work of pregnancy centers even more important yes. and more urgent. Yes. And I've already talked to several folks in just in the, the day and a half that we've been here that have told me their clients are more, there's a sense of urgency yeah. and desperation in their clients that they've never seen before. Yeah. And that's as, as a direct result of Roe versus Wade being overturned. Now, obviously, Roe versus Wade had to have been, it needed to be overturned and it's right. good that it was overturned but that makes the work of pregnancy centers even more important 
and yeah. the clients are are sort of in a situation uh, that are walking into their door saying like, what do, what the heck do I do now? Like, yeah. where do I go for help? Who's going to help me? I can't get an abortion. What, what do I do? Yeah. Um, and so that's why we're here helping our centers deal with all of that. And obviously we're going to learn from them too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really, and we've got a, a big focus on, uh, actually I'm looking at the Making Life Disciples uh, booth. I, I see it. It's right there in <laughs> right, front of us. Right yeah. there in front of us. Strategically positioned. St- strategically located. <laughs> and that's a key thing because, yeah. you know, the pregnancy centers have an important role from conception to birth and maybe a little bit further. Mm-hmm. But the church is so critical because we need to be able to move clients from the pregnancy centers to the church for ongoing support and discipleship. And that's really what Making Life Disciples is about. So Mm -hmm. for those of you who are listening, if you've never checked out Making Life Disciples, I encourage you to go to Mm makinglifedisciples.com. Learn about this important ministry model. It's designed to uh, mobilize small groups in the church to come alongside those who are facing pregnancy decisions, uh, to offer them compassion, hope, help, and discipleship. Yeah. We need small groups to, ha- to have those clients. And you know, yeah. I, I heard a, just a fantastic analogy from one of our uh, center services specialists, uh, named Monica um, Henderson. Mm-hmm. We, we were in a meeting talking to a pastor about making life disciples. Mm-hmm. And one of the points that she made, which I think is just fantastic, she said, you know, a church, churches will raise you know money, thousands of dollars, right, to send a short-term missions team to some country, right? But they would never send that team without doing cross-cultural training. Mm. They would never do that. And I thought that was so powerful because when you think about making life disciples, it's actually cross-cultural training. What do you mean by that? Well, I, you know, one of the things I've kind of expanded on that is that, you know, as a parent, I know you're a parent, I'm a parent. Mm. With the exception of the teen years, which you haven't reached yet. I haven't reached yet. Yep, yep. <laughs> on, the, you, on the verge. On, on the, the verge. Have you ever seriously considered killing one of your children? Uh, well, <laughs> I can't answer that question. Right, exactly. Ask but, you know, me later. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, but even when people joke about the teen years and how tough it is, right, I mean, right. you haven't seriously considered killing one of your children. Right, right. That is a foreign concept right. to most people. Right, 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 right. This whole notion of it. But if you're planning an abortion, think about it. Yeah, yeah. You're actually planning. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have an appointment scheduled to kill one of your children. Right. That's a foreign way of thinking. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a foreign land that's going on. She's in a foreign place. Mm. Now, you would never go to a country that you didn't understand the cultural environment Mm -hmm. from a Mm -hmm. ministry perspective. Making Life Disciples is a cross-cultural training. Mm. The mission field is a woman and a man facing a pregnancy decision who is considering strongly killing their child. Right. They are in the foreign land, so to speak, of planning the death of their own child. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's what Making Life Disciples is. It's cross-cultural ministry training. And we need small groups and churches Mm. to be able to do that. The pregnancy centers, they understand that. They're native. They've Mm. gone native. They understand (laughs) that. Right, right, right. Because they're talking to folks facing pregnancy. They understand this. They've gone native. But you, who who are in a church or whatever, you have not. And Mm. so you really need Making Life Disciples. And so we need more and more of those teams. And so just encourage anybody who's listening to really take advantage of that. Go check out makinglifedisciples.com. Organize a a team in your church. Very easy to do. And then contact your local pregnancy centers uh, to come alongside folks. And then also create the ministry in your church so that if someone's facing a pregnancy decision in your church, they never look at Planned Parenthood as a compassionate alternative to you. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. That is that is a great way of, of sort of wrapping up what Making Life Disciples means. So real quick, Roland, let's just talk a little bit about sure. some of the folks who are going to be speaking at the conference yes. this year, our keynote speakers. So we have Sheila Walsh, an author, Bible teacher, 
and television host. She's fantastic. Ministry, yeah. Yeah, she's fantastic. I had an opportunity to talk to her before, before the. Um, before the uh, the conference, mm-hmm. and she's yep. just amazing. Excited to be here, so that's going to be great. Yeah, um, Allie Beth Stuckey. Yes, um, she she's the host of the podcast Relatable. I yes. think that's what she's most known for these days. But Absolutely. has done a lot of great work over yes. her career. Uh, Jane Warner Wallace is a Dateline featured cold case homicide yes. uh, detective and a national uh, speaker and best-selling author. Another just great guy that we have here speaking with us this week. And then Jennifer Maggio, um, another author and speaker. Um, who's gone through just an amazing life journey to kind of get to where she is, to where she can encourage folks. Yeah, she runs a ministry called The Life of the Single Mother, and her focus really is on helping single moms Mm. by helping churches put a ministry in the church specifically designed to help single moms. Oh, wow. Which is different from, like, mops or some of these other ministries Mm. that may may not necessarily uh, be focused in the same way but it's an amazing ministry yeah. that she has going. Yeah, and then we're kind of closing out with a, a musical guest, the yes. founder of the Christian rock band Third Day, Mac Powell. Yes, will actually be, be performing here. a concert for yes. us on the on the closing evening of our now, event. Now, you play the bass a little bit. Are you gonna, I do. Are you going to run up there? Are you going to just grab the bass from his bass player and just just try to I I'm, I might. I, well, <laughs> well might. You, you have my blessing. You to, right, to do that. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I won't yeah. know you afterwards, but but you have my blessing. Right, right, yeah. I will I deny any of this. Plausible deniability. Oh, it's on tape. <laughs> right, right, right. It, it will be tempting. I'm telling you. Every time I see a band playing now, I'm like, I wonder if I could do that. That's right. I'm, I'm still new though, but yeah, it's going to be really exciting and, and, and great. And so, yeah, we just have an amazing conference in store for these these folks, like you said, that are just facing so much. Yeah. And, you know, the attacks and the, the, discour- the discouragement from our culture, um, but they've turned out in in record numbers. Yes, yes. To get yes. encouraged and to get trained, and uh, it's going to be really a, a great week and we're um we're so excited about it so great we'll be doing some additional podcasts while we're here this week actually speaking one-on-one you'll be speaking one-on-one with a few of our keynote speakers yes, I will. so folks will get to hear a little bit more about them even though they might not uh be here at the conference they'll at least get to hear from our spe- keynote speakers so we're looking forward to that as well so thank you rollin and All right. and folks who are listening just continue to pray for us pray for the for our pregnancy center network pray for churches and uh we, you know, and as Saul would say, you know, God's, God's got this. God's got this. Amen. All right. Thanks, thank friends. you, Rowan. We hope you enjoyed this episode of CareCast. For more Pro Abundant Life commentary and practical resources, please visit care-net.org. There you can subscribe to the Abundant Life blog, giving you access to videos, ebooks, podcasts, and other resources to help turn your pro-life passion into pro-abundant life action. Until next time, we pray that God blesses you and yours daily.